So if they haven't done a nutrition course, for instance, they may not realize the impact of starting their day with coffee to switch on their mind and some kind of, you know, bakery item at the local coffee shop as they're rushing off to their first appointment of the day, having woken up not feeling fully restored because their sleep wasn't great. And you know, then around 1030, they're noticing their energy dipping. So it's another cup of coffee, some other form of caffeine. Maybe it's some other, you know, simple carb treat, you know, a croissant, a cinnamon bun, whatever it is. And we end up on this roller coaster all day long of simple carb shooting up, giving us the energy we want in the moment we feel good. And then we crash. So we have more, right? And what that's doing is creating really uneven energy levels through the day, as well as long-term health risks. Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free Collaborators Toolkit is gonna contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here, and I've got another amazing guest for you. So listen, uh, I know that you are on a big, you know, a big mission, big journey. Uh, Our audience of entrepreneurs have big ideas and big dreams, uh, projects that they're working really hard on. And, you know, sometimes when we work really hard on a project, uh, we find ourselves needing more energy. And sometimes when we work really hard, we start to feel run down and we don't have quite the energy that we want. And, you know, if you've ever had moments like that, whether it be periodically or maybe even all the time, if you're really pushing hard, you're going to want to really listen to what our guest has to say today, because uh, Melissa is an expert in these things and has a lot of insights to share with you. And it might not be what you think it is when it comes to that how you're feeling and uh, symptoms you might have and that energy level that you really need when you're uh, building your business. So listen very, very closely. So please welcome to the show, Melissa Dealey. Melissa, welcome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, Chuck. 
Awesome. Well, Melissa, I and I probably ranted a little bit longer than I do in most uh, intros, but you know, you and I have known each other for a while, and I'm you know super excited about having you here and and what it is that you do. It, it's it's something that not a lot of people talk about, but I think it's something that we need to bring awareness to, uh, especially when it comes to you know health, nutrition, energy levels. Uh, how we're feeling on a day-to-day basis, all of that. So, um, you know, that's my version of your introduction. I'm going to get you to tell, you know, you and your story. So, you know, let's start with, you know, introduce yourself and who you are and what you do, and we'll go from there. Sure. Thank you very much. And so, yes, I'm an integrative mind-body health practitioner. What does that mean? I'm on the holistic side, the all-natural side of looking at what is going on with someone's health, which means I wanna get to the root cause. I don't wanna just take symptoms and mask them to make the symptom go away. I wanna actually understand what is triggering that symptom so that we can resolve it once and for all. And so I do that using at-home functional medicine lab tests. They get mailed to your home, you do the lab at home, it's the urine lab, stool, uh, blood, which is just pricking your finger and dropping a blood drop on the card or a saliva spitting into a tube, super easy, right? And then you get, we get the results, we review them with you, I write a wellness protocol for you. So that's the, a starting point at looking at our physical health. I'm also looking at your toxic load, your inflammation levels, because your inflammation levels are a trigger in terms of turning on cells to turn on the disease, dis-ease in your body that you're predisposed through through your genes. My message is that you are so much more empowered in your health than you've been led to believe that you don't have to simply get the dis-ease that you're genetically predisposed to when you know how to look after your health, bring those inflammation levels down so that it never gets there. So we do that by addressing the toxic load. We live in a toxic world. It's something that we do have to address. We do that by addressing nutrition. What are you eating? Are you eating foods that your body's sensitive to that triggers inflammation every time you eat it and you don't realize it? Or is your toxic load so high that foods you used to be able to eat now you can't eat? So yes, we do develop sensitivities in adulthood, more so because our toxic load is too high. We address that and then guess what? Now you can be eating those foods again without triggering all that inflammation. Hormonal imbalances are another very common issue in women, but also in men. Men can end up with too much estrogen, not enough testosterone. This will impact energy levels. It will impact the body's ability to you know, build muscle. It will impact our mental clarity, et cetera. So our bodies are all interconnected and we can be empowered when we learn how in having optimal health. We don't have to accept that because the years on the calendar are getting bigger, that we should have less energy, that less mental clarity, more brain fog, more joint pain or other pain. We don't have to accept that, even though I know it's kind of the societal belief, it's not true. So let's throw it all out and instead recognize that when we have symptoms, it's our body's way of asking us to do something differently and get the help that you need to discover what that symptom is trying to tell you and get to the root cause. Don't just stick a Band-Aid on it because the body's smart and it'll go, that's not what I wanted. So here's another symptom. 
to see if I can get you to pay attention and actually do something different this time. Right. And it's the proverbial, the body speaks to you at first gently, like the touch of a feather. And if you don't listen, it might come along and hit you with a brick. And if you still don't listen, well, you might be hit by a wrecking ball. It's that process. But when we address the symptoms and we stop masking them, we don't have to go down that path. And that's truly what I want people to know. So don't accept your symptoms as normal or aging or seasonal allergies or your genetics. Don't accept your lower energy as it's just, you know, because I'm busy right now. You have to look at the symptom and you need to address it. You're no good to anyone serving from an empty cup. Well, absolutely not, especially if you're on a big mission and a big vision and you're you know, some world changing idea that so many of our entrepreneurs and our audience uh, are on. And I, you know, I hear all the time about productivity, focus, energy levels, uh, and, and, and also maybe even taking that a step further and looking for an edge that can really just help them to go longer and further and, you know, um, than, than they're used to because they've got so much to do because they, they want, they want to move fast. And, uh, and so we know that in, and I know for myself in those times, I don't always eat right. I don't always sleep right. There's, there's, there's habits and, uh, things that I do that I know absolutely contribute to the problem. And you and I have talked about this before and, you know, um, all of the things, what are you noticing with your entrepreneurial clients, your, 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 the ones that where the pressures of their business and their schedule and their, their passion and their drive and all of, all of that are actually contributing to the way that they're feeling. It, yes, a hundred percent. And in some cases they know it, but in many cases, they don't realize it or they don't realize the extent to which it's contributing, right? So if they haven't done a nutrition course, for instance, they may not realize the impact of starting their day with coffee to switch on their mind and some kind of you know, bakery item at the local coffee shop as they're rushing off to their first appointment of the day, having woken up not feeling fully restored because their sleep wasn't great. and you know, then around 1030, they're noticing their energy dipping. So it's another cup of coffee, some other form of caffeine, maybe it's some other, you know, simple carb treat, you know, a croissant, a cinnamon bun, whatever it is. And we end up on this roller coaster all day long of simple carb shooting up, giving us the energy we want in the moment we feel good, and then we crash. So we have more, right? And what that's doing is creating really uneven energy levels through the day, as well as long-term health risks of type 2 diabetes, weight gain, et cetera, et cetera. And what we need to be doing is we need to be flattening the curve, a term we've all come to know that I was talking about way before COVID because I'm trying to flatten the insulin spike curve, right? By having more nutrient-dense meals, eating three and a half to four hours apart, letting one meal digest before we have the next one. And in doing so, having steady, consistent energy through the day. Now, yes, it takes some planning. Yes, it takes some understanding around nutrition. I love to recommend people start their day with a smoothie because you can pack a lot of good nutrition into a smoothie between the fruit and the veg that you pack in. And the blender is doing almost all of the digestive work for you. 
Now, why is that helpful? Because every time you put food in your mouth, it uses 30% of your energy. So if you let the blender do all of the work, you don't have to use as much energy breaking down a meal of you know bacon and eggs and sausages or whatever it is you've had for breakfast. And now you get to use that energy for your mental focus and productivity or your gym workout or whatever it is you want to do first thing in the morning, right? So I kind of say liquid before lunch so that you get that morning energy to do what you need to be doing. So that's one tip people can implement right away. It's what I do. I mean, here, I got my shaker cup here still from my morning smoothie, right? <laughs> well, I love the liquid before lunch thing. Now, I definitely have that down, but I mean, honestly, it's coffee and, you know, it's 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 one of those things, but but balancing that off with actual food as well. And I love what you said there about, you know, having a smoothie instead. And uh, my son is really into this now. And one of the things I've in the last couple of weeks where he will make smoothies and he'll come up to my office and bring me one. And uh, on those days, it definitely does make a difference. Yeah. I find myself not reaching for the coffee. I find myself not re reaching for the, the bread product uh, and the carbs and all of that kind of stuff. But without that, it's like, oh, I'm hungry or, oh, I need something. And so we reach for the convenience food, right? We reach for the stuff that we do. It's what's easy, right? And that smoothie, you don't, you're don't, you not going to drink it all down in five minutes flat. You're going to sip that over the course of an hour. So again, it's barely using any digestion to be absorbed, but it's also giving you sustenance for longer and you feel satiated for longer. So you're not thinking, oh, I'm hungry. And that's distracting you from your work as well. I'm going to come back to the coffee because <laughs> uh -oh. you've mentioned it a couple of times and people need to know that coffee has an eight hour half-life, the caffeine in the coffee. So what that means is say you have your first cup of coffee at 8 a.m., right? Switch on the brain. You're in the office. Get started with your day. 8 a.m. You have your first cup of coffee. Half of that caffeine is still running around your bloodstream at 4 p.m. on one cup of coffee. And half of that, so 25% of that original cup is in your bloodstream at midnight. So if you're having multiple cups of coffee a day, and then what many people also do is go, 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 go. And then, oh, got to go to bed, turn out the lights, sleep on demand. Well, the body doesn't quite work that way either. But when we have the caffeine running around in our bloodstream still, we're lying awake going, I thought I was tired. I feel, I feel really exhausted. I call it tired, but wired, right? The brain is still wired. So we're now not going to have a restorative good night's sleep, even if we lie in bed for seven hours. And then we're going to wake up not feeling refreshed and reach for the coffee again. So when I work with clients, I have them break the coffee habit for three weeks on a program with me. So they can start to understand the connection they have between coffee and energy, because sometimes the very thing we're using for better energy is actually making it worse. Not for everyone, because we all have different degrees of sensitivity to coffee, to sugar, to different things, right? So if you're highly sensitive to coffee, it's a problem, but you may not be aware that it's a problem. For me, I'm highly sensitive. Like I just don't even do coffee. I can't do any caffeine after lunch because I will lie awake, right? And I know that, so I avoid it. 
not everybody's realized that because they've just got into the habit of doing it because everyone else is doing it and they're not connecting the dots. So that's something for people to think about, maybe start cutting back on their coffee. And the other thing for people to know is that the body treats coffee and caffeine the same way it treats sugar. So we all know about insulin spikes. Every time we put food in our mouth, insulin increases. But for coffee, it's the same thing. So if you're doing coffee and sugar in the morning, if you're going to your local Starbucks, well, there's a lot of sugar in that coffee probably. Plus you've bought a treat, you're really loading up and further exacerbating that energy spike, crash, spike, crash throughout your day. Yeah, well, it speaks to why in times where I've overused coffee, uh, there's a, a period of quite a few days where I just feel tired. Yes. And it does to a point where I could actually drink a cup and not feel like it had any effect whatsoever. And though that's the point where I realize, okay, I've gone too far. I need to cut back. I need to drink more water. I need to sleep. Right. And and really watch the times of day where that's being consumed. And that's uh that's when I'm conscious of it. It's it works. And when I'm not, when I'm just so into that project, and I know that our, some of our audience can relate to this when you're so into a project or you have a deadline to meet or, you know, you just you're just so passionate about what you're doing. You could just work every minute of the day. And then we start reaching for these these things that in coffee is certainly one of them. I mean, it's it, it's in every office. It's in it's yes, it's on every street corner. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't miss it. Yeah. So um, so I love all of that. And, you know, I know that, you know, you and I have talked before and I know we could spend hours on all of that. But I want to lean into my audience here for a second. Just say, look, if, if this sounds familiar <laughs> and if you're working on things right now and this is this is resonating, uh, you should really talk to Melissa um, because, you know, she can help, you know, look at what your habits are. And um, what some of the foods and drinks and things that you're consuming are and help to redirect that in a way where, you know, you think you need more energy. No, you already have it. It just might be that you just need to shift what you're consuming and a huge eye opener. Um, And so at the end of this and beneath the video and the show notes and all that, we'll make sure we link to Melissa and believe me, it's time well spent. We'll, and we'll talk about that here uh, in a moment. Um, switching gears just a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because obviously the theme of our show is partnership and collaboration. And, mm-hmm. you know, you and I met probably what, a year and a half ago or something through yep. a collaboration yes. and a mutual friend, which is, is amazing. And here we are today uh, doing even more stuff together. Um, you know, and we could talk all day about that. But, you know, I know that you you know, partnership and collaboration is something that you have embraced in your business. And I usually ask, you know, how partnerships and collaboration have, have you know, made an impact on your business. And I know that it has. I, and, I, and I know you, th- this is something that you're open to and you actively look for collaborations that you can bring into your business. So how's that, you know, how's that impacted you? And, and do you have any maybe collaboration stories that you want to share about that? Well, I absolutely do. I have one story. I guess it was when I was fairly new in my business, which is why I go back to it because it's a now a longer term relationship and it's just been wonderful. And it was completely random. We happened to both be in the same course. It was a functional nutrition course. 
And within the course session, there was breakout rooms, as there are for so many courses. And we randomly met in that breakout room, but developed a friendship from that. And she's a health coach. I'm a health coach. I'm an integrative health practitioner. Her you know, niche clientele is very different to mine. So we didn't have any direct competition, but we saw that we would be able to collaborate and work together in that she could see the benefit of her clients doing the labs that I offer. And in fact, she did them herself first to experience it and was able to, I mean, a wonderful story. She was able to completely heal her gut issues that had been plaguing her in her entire life and get off her antidepressants as a result of healing her gut. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for everyone, but that's a wonderful story, right? Well, so she now refers her clients to me to get lab work done because she knows the benefit of knowing the information in those labs in regards to her client's gut health, in regards to her client's food sensitivities, Mm -hmm. in regards to their hormonal imbalances, so that she can then continue guiding their healing journey from that place of knowing those numbers instead of guessing. So it allows her to be a better health coach and be able to help her clients more quickly. And so we have this relationship. And then in return, though, I um, because it doesn't have to be like you send me a client, I send you a client. It's not going to work that way. But instead, where I've helped her out is I had her on my podcast. She was actually the first guest on my podcast. Well, she then sent that podcast recording to a summit leader uh, of quite a famous person. So I won't say any names here of, of a summit leader of a summit she'd attended and she just sent it. She didn't actually think the person would listen to it. Well, they did. And then they invited her to be on their next summit. And then from there, she's had a number of other well-known people in that realm of health now reaching out to her. So she's been on three more summits and just had somebody else reach out to her. And she's getting clients as a result of being on those summits because of that exposure she got from doing that very first podcast with me. And then I invest quite heavily in my own business building, business coaching programs. And so when I come across programs that I think she might be interested in, I also share that information with her. So, you know, and I've connected her with other people. So it isn't you give me a client, I give you a client, which is a lot how a lot of people think of collaboration, I think, and then it doesn't work. And so then they just think collaboration doesn't work. It does work. You just need to be creative around how you help each other. Right. So I love you just brought in the creativity piece because we're we're big on promoting creativity when it comes to collaboration. And I think you're right. A lot of people, when they hear the word or when they think collaboration or partnership is I send you clients, you send me clients. And yes, that is a collaboration. And yes, that is a partnership thing, but it can go way beyond that. You know, I always tell people, look at at your business and what could be easier? What could be better? Are there any missing pieces of the puzzle that you're searching for? And then go and look for someone who is awesome and who can bring that piece of the puzzle in. And maybe in turn, you fill a piece of the puzzle for them. It doesn't always have to be a client exchange. It can be services. It can be ideas. It can be all sorts of things. And 
And so I love what you're saying on so many levels, because that sounds like what you've done here. Mm-hmm. And so, so now. And it can be monetary the- too, right? So right. I pay her for those referrals. So she's, you know, cause I wouldn't have got that client without her. Right. So it's mm-hmm. that affiliate payment. And then also to that point, just uh, something that was a big aha for me from a session that I attended, I don't know, late last year was talking about collaboration in terms of it being a river. Mm. So you're in the middle, somebody's downstream from you and somebody's upstream from you. So look at your business. Who are the downstream people from me that are creating a problem for their clients that I can solve? And then you want to find those people to partner with so they can send their clients to you. You can then pay them an affiliate fee, et cetera. And you're now solving their client's problem because they've helped their client as far as they can help their client. And that client's going to take the next step anyway. They're going to go Google to look for someone. So why not hear your name from someone they already trust, Mm -hmm. right? And then who are your upstream people? So now you're solving someone's problem, but in doing so, you're creating more problems. So who are the upstream people that you're going to refer to, right? And so that's how I look at it. And so now I'm building a network of people around me that fill these categories. So I don't work with um, addictions, but I know someone who absolutely does. So I might help people empty their trash can. I might help them with nutrition, et cetera. But then there's still more that they want to do now that they're starting to feel better. They're willing to take that next step. So then I can refer them to my contact who is an expert in helping people heal from their addictions, right? I work with a concierge pharmacist because I'm not a doctor. If somebody I'm working with is on pharmaceutical medications, I am in no way ever going to suggest they should come off it. And I am not trained in how to do that safely. And I also need to understand if I'm recommending a protocol, is my plant-based holistic protocol going to be safe with their pharmaceutical medication? I don't know. So I can send them to the concierge pharmacist for her to make that assessment so that I know and the client knows it's safe for them to follow my protocol or not safe. And then we find something else, right? So, you know, as I build my network of people I can refer to, it's helpful to my clients because they don't have to go and do the searching on Google and try and find someone themselves that they don't know, they don't trust. They already trust me. So they're going to want that person that I recommend because they feel better going into that relationship because it's a trusted relationship already. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, what it does is it makes your offer that much more powerful. You're able to answer things, uh, I think, responsibly because you're recognizing, hey, this is not what I do, but let me bring in someone who does do that. And so then you become a lot more of a one-stop shop in terms of that. And we're not turning people away. So, so there's that. But in turn, you're benefiting their business as well. And I think, you know, when we talk about partnerships and collaborations, I mean, that's really the spirit of it. Um, so I love, love, love that. The, um, well, so what, here's, you're obviously sold on partnerships and collaborations. And obviously, we want our audience to be as well. So where, what's your go-to process when you discover that there's something that you need or something that you want in your business? 
uh, whether it be upstream or downstream. I, I loved how you put that. Um, what's your go-to process for finding people to collaborate with? Generally, it's networking, right? So there's been a lot of online networking since the pandemic, which actually benefited me because I'm in a small town and I could do a lot of networking in a short amount of time instead of having to drive two hours to go to an in-person event. And so just starting to meet people through networking and then you know, finding your online tribe and then who do they know? And then now, you know, even with my integrative health practitioner, I'm part of a Facebook group. And so I can put in there, hey, does anybody know anybody? Do any of you do any of this, et cetera? But the people that I've started, um, you know, building up around me, I've met through networking slash business coaching slash you know, our integrative health practitioner training program, because we all come from different backgrounds there too, right? I love that. And not viewing each other as competition. And I've been in so many environments, especially when you all have a similar title, uh, industry events uh, and associations. I see this all the time where you start to look at your neighbor as potential competition, but you're not looking at your neighbor as potential competition. You're looking at them as a potential collaborator. Together, mm-hmm. how could we maybe accomplish more? And right. uh, that's the mindset I believe that we have to have uh, when we're in those situations. Otherwise, we're holding back, and that energy of holding back doesn't do anybody any good, right? And it's right. Like, you know, how could we work together to do something even more powerful than we're doing individually, right? Yeah. Years ago, I had a coach say to me, I like to come from a place where I believe there's room for everyone to play in the sandbox, right? And that really stuck with me. And I took that to heart. And it also comes from that abundance mindset that there are enough clients out there for all of us. And we all have our different areas of specialty right? So if I stick in my lane, then I can draw in the people that are outside of my lane to help my clients. But if we try to be everything to everyone, it doesn't work. We may not even get any clients because the client client is so confused about what it is that you do in the first place. So true. Absolutely. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today uh, in this interview. And I know, Melissa, you and I we could spend an hour, we could spend two hours on this very, very easily, but we're not going to. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't but, want to bore everybody. <laughs> right. Well, and, but I do hope that it has resonated. And if you're listening yeah. to this right now and anything that Melissa has said today um, has resonated or you have questions, then do reach out to her. And we're going to give you the opportunity to do that here in just a moment. Um, before we kind of bring the, the episode in for a landing, so to speak, Uh, we have a bit of a self-growth, personal growth component to the interviews. And just being a personal growth enthusiast for for so long, I've I've been blessed with some really great mentors who've, you know, helped to guide me. Some of them I've met in person, some of them I've never met. But but, but there's amazing people out there with amazing messages that are just so inspirational that have been huge for me. And I'm wondering, who's been that for you? Like, who do you follow? Who do you listen to? Uh, who who mentors you maybe uh, that maybe others should be checking out as well? So Dr. Stephen Cabral, he is my mentor as an integrative health practitioner. Uh, he does an amazing podcast as well called the Cabral Concept. He puts it out daily. 
And he is trained in naturopathic medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, bioregulatory medicine, and orthomolecular medicine, because he was so sick as a 17-year-old and mainstream medicine said, sorry, we, we don't know what's wrong with you. We can't do anything to help you. You've got three autoimmune diseases. Here's the drugs. You're going to be like this for the rest of your life. He literally couldn't get himself out of bed, right? Zero energy. So he had his pity party and then he went, this isn't my life. I am going to figure this out. And so he went about trying to learn the best medicine to heal himself. And in the end, what he discovered is there's no one best medicine, but when you take pieces from all of them, you can have profound results. And he's now in his 40s. He healed himself by the time he was, you know, in his early 20s, late to late 20s. I think he recovered from everything. And he now feels better, looks better, has more energy than ever. And every year he keeps getting better, right? So I love his story. I love his teachings. I learn from him every single day. He no longer sees clients. He had a wait list that was more than a year long, realized I can't clone myself, but what I can do is teach other people to do what I do. And that's what he's done. And that's how I became an integrative health practitioner. And uh, yeah, so that's my, one of my mentors. I have another mentor, Dr. Elizabeth Bolin. That's on the mind body health side. Um, as I learn more and dig into the unconscious mind, the power of our unconscious mind and our ability to shift and change and reprogram our unconscious mind in order to serve us where we're at today, let go of the baggage we've been carrying around for years, let go of the stuff down emotions, et cetera, et cetera, so that we can truly soar. And sometimes, especially as entrepreneurs, if we're in a place where we, we have all these dreams, visions, but we can't quite move forward and we're getting stuck, why are you getting stuck? It's probably because your unconscious mind is seeing you go outside where it knows it can keep you safe and it's pulling you back. And we need to do some work on the mind body in order to get you through that and out the other side. I love that. You know, and, you know, taking this a step further, so much great information, great insights have been published in books. And while I wasn't a big reader when I was young, uh, I've read 57 books in the last couple of years and just, and, and I can't get enough of it now. Um, there is so much great information in there and, you know, really started my entrepreneurial journey back in the mid nineties when I, I read Think and Grow Rich the very first time, uh, which a, a number of our guests have, have recommended, you know, what's been that go-to book for you and what's the one maybe that you recommend everybody else check out? Well, I have a whole bookshelf of books here. I'm a reader. So from a health perspective, if anybody is starting to understand that our sick care system, our medical system is a sick care system. And they're like wanting to understand more around that. A book that I would recommend is called Our Daily Meds. A great book written by Melody Peterson. She used to work for the New York Times and write about the pharmaceutical industry. And then when she saw what was going on, she left that job and actually went and wrote this book about the reality of how our pharmaceutical industry cares more about shareholder profit than human health. It's a broken system. Hmm. On the personal growth side, I'm in a book club for business books. I've never actually been in a book club for personal reading. I like to just read that book and have it the way that I want it. But reading business books and discussing it is very helpful. And then implementing what you're learning because business books aren't meant to just be read and put aside. 
you're actually meant to implement what's being taught in the book, right? So one of the books we did was Think and Grow Rich. Another one that we did was Millionaire Mindset. And the one that we're just finishing up right now is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mm -hmm. And that is an incredible book that breaks down how to create good habits, how to eliminate bad habits. And it's something that I am now using in my coaching with clients in order to help them start to change some of these habits that need to be changed that we've talked about earlier, such as, you know, making a smoothie in the morning, ditching the coffee, starting to look at more nutrient dense meals and getting rid of the high sugary snacks, et cetera. That's not easy for people, right? Changing the way they eat after years and years and years of one way. So giving them the guidance of a book and the tips from that book has proven to be very helpful to people. Great recommendation. And I just recently downloaded that on my Audible app because I'm really into audiobooks these days. Uh, I can I can drive or walk or run or whatever and be consuming information at the same time. So that's mm-hmm. in the library. It's one of the next ones up. So I'm glad you recommended that. So tells yeah. me that it was a good choice. And I've heard really good things about it. We'll make sure that there's a link to it here. People want to check that out. I think that's a great recommendation. Mm -hmm. Um, So Melissa, thank you so much for everything today. This has been amazing. And I think great recommendations. So uh, for those that have really leaned in and and resonated with everything you've been saying here today, uh, what's the next steps and where do they uh, connect with you as a next step? So they can simply go to my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com, and they can click the button at the top uh, to book a complimentary consult, and it'll have them just fill out a form as to what their health concerns are. Uh, They can do my Discover Your Toxic Load quiz. I can give that to you so you can put it into the show notes uh, because that is a starting point for people. The toxins are causing health issues, and understanding what that toxic load as a starting point is is really helpful. They can do that. It will also invite them into a call with me to review their results. Or you can simply email me, melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com. If you just want to reach out, not sure if you want to do a call yet, but you might have a question, go for it. Awesome. We'll make sure all that information is down beneath this video and in the show notes of this episode. So you don't have to look far. Just go check that out and reach out to Melissa right away. I highly recommend that you do. And, and, And being a collaborator, I'm I'm in a unique position where, you know, I get to have these really cool conversations with Melissa, but I I can tell you that it's really, really time well spent. So go for it. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much. This has been amazing. And um, if you were to leave our audience here with just one final piece of advice, word of wisdom, what would you tell them? I would tell them that self-care is the most selfless act because it allows you to show up and give the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. And so often we don't look after ourselves because we think it's selfish and it is not. Look after yourself first and everything else flows and you can have the energy, the focus and the ability to build your business and have good productivity. All right. Well, great words to end this episode by Melissa. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, thank you also 
uh, go check out Melissa, contact her, uh, get in that conversation because I know if you're looking for a way to get more energy or more edge and just or just generally feel better and more productive, Melissa is the person you want to talk to for sure. And in the meantime, make sure you come back and listen to our next episode where we'll have another amazing guest. And in the meantime, keep moving forward, keep being awesome, and keep putting your big dream out there. The world really needs it. We'll see you here for the next one. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.